Hello there. Well, hello there. How you doing? You know, if I was any better, I'd be you. Uh, I don't know. I'm freezing my ass off in my garage right now. Well, I'm freezing my ass off in the average minute tour bus. But Well, you have a heater in there, though, don't you? I do. I have that electric fireplace turned on, so it's pretty cozy. <laughs> well, it will be cozy in a minute. Last time we did this, I was freezing my ass off, and I went over and turned that thing on. Because I'm not, like, turning the furnace on in my garage. Yeah, right. Are you roasting marshmallows over the open fire, too? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, uh, I turned that fireplace on. I'm like, oh, this puts out heat. Uh, that'll be good. And, like, by the end, by the time we, we wrapped up that last podcast, uh, I was, like, sweating. I was peeling off layers. It was, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a long one. Hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, it was aggressive. Um, you know, if we would do more uh, more podcasts more frequently, uh, maybe they wouldn't go as long. So, Well, you know, with the holidays and everybody being so busy and Christmas parties and everything else, it's, it's tough to get on. It, it has been, um, a hectic, uh, couple weeks. I have a, yeah. I reached, reached a, a low point in my, uh, holiday spirit this, this last weekend. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was quite the, I mean, you know, you, you've heard me tell the stories about, uh, you know, almost beating up an old man on a golf course, you know, that kind <laughs> yes. of thing. Um, I got to the point you, you've heard, you've heard Chris rocks, um, uh, famous stand-up, you know, uh, something I'll, I'll butcher it, but something about, you know, I don't necessarily agree with domestic violence, but I understand it, you know, right, right. I, I got the near, the closest I've ever been in my life to physical violence against a female. Uh, really? it, it, I'm not, I'm not, you know, You're I not don't, proud of it, but do tell no, me. no. Right. It was, I was, um, you know, we were doing a bunch of stuff around the house and, uh, we were supposed to have, um, possibly some people, uh, for dinner Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had a, I had a pot roast in the, uh, in the crock pot, you know, and I'm sitting there and I'm going, all right, where's the potato? I got to make mashed potatoes. Where, where are the potatoes? No, we don't have any potatoes. Well, you can't have pot roast without mashed potatoes. Right. Right. And, uh, average like, well, you know, we have, uh, I, I could, could uh make a box of ma- and i'm like no that's that's not a thing we're not doing box box mashed potatoes like i don't you don't get to be a man of my stature uh without eating you know poundages of uh real potatoes right With yeah pot, heavy pot roast and potatoes absolutely that's oh. where i got where i am today potatoes <laughs> so so i'm like uh i'm gonna i'm gonna run i'm gonna run to the store you know i'm gonna get some potatoes i'm going to uh uh, pick up some ice, you know, some, some, some items. Right. And I'm like, uh, do you need anything? And, uh, Kelly, she's been feeling the frustrations too. Right. And so she's yeah. like, she's like, uh, made some offhanded comment. I don't even remember what it was, but it didn't, it did not sit well with me. It kind of <laughs> set me into a, uh, you know, and, and it, not to ruin the story, but my feelings of, uh, violence toward women was not directed at her by any stretch. Uh, just the comment that she made was, uh, put me into a kind of a negative headspace as I was, as I was leaving the house to go to the supermarket. <laughs> and, um, you know, I make the point fuck mile drive down, down the street to the, uh, to the supermarket. And, you know, I like to park close to the cart return. Right. Yeah. Right. So that when, cause I'm the kind of person that, you know, when I'm done with my cart, I'll return it to the, you know, the cart corral or whatever, whatever you're going to call it. Me too. So Even if I got to walk a little bit, you know, I'll return my cart. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's just 
called being a good human being, right? Right. And uh, so, so I'm I'm driving up the aisle of, of the uh, parking lot, and I see a space. It's like you know, two spaces, two spaces away from the cart return. I'm like, oh, sweet, right? You know, it's ten steps, and uh, so I'm pulling I'm pulling my truck in to the uh, to the parking space, and um, there's this lady. She's uh, I don't know, thirty, early thirties, right? And uh, she's in the space in front of the one that I'm pulling into, and she's clearly emptied her shopping cart, and she's doing this this move where where you uh, just nudge your cart into the space in front of where you're parked because it's right. empty. But so why yeah. not leave your why not leave your cart in an empty parking space, right? Right. Um. And so, and I, and I have my window down, it's a, a decent temperature, you know, and I'm, I'm, I already have my window down, I'm pulling into the space and I, and I look at this lady and, uh, you know, make eye contact with her and just kind of sit there for a second and she doesn't do a damn thing. Oh. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. So I, so I lean my head out the window and I go, no, 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 no. You just leave that one here. I'll take it back for you. Uh, see the cart return over there. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll return that for you. Right. Like I got this, you, you know, and she just looks at me and proceeds to walk toward her car. So at which point I go into a, a fit of rage. Right. Uh, like you've seen you've seen that flip or that switch flipped. Right. Uh, yeah. It's 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 not good. Yeah. Uh, so so I get out of the truck and I'm still yelling. She's she's uh, doesn't give a shit what I have to say. And uh, so so I go, no, no, Fourth of July boat ramp type behavior oh uh, similar yeah very 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 similar right like when people are just idiots in my presence i have a, uh, a certain obligation to let them know that they're right. an idiot so so she's getting in her car and i'm like no no no. see that that cart return right there that's 10 steps away I'll, I'll go ahead and i'll take your cart back there i'll go ahead and return that for you i'll get out of my truck leave it half parked in this parking space and walk this over to, to the cart return for you so that you don't have to do it. And then I'll walk back, get in my truck and finish parking, you know, yeah. you, but you do you. And she yeah. just, you know, gets in her car and, and drives away and goes on and lives her best life. Right. She was probably sure at that point. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't, that's not even, that's not even, I wasn't even considering violence at that point. Well, well, no, but right? You're not. You're not. You're. You're a intimidating factor. Yeah, know? I can't. I can be, but yeah, I. You know, I have no. Well, there, there's really no reason for anybody to believe that that I'm going to, uh, you know, perform any kind of violent acts against a woman. But well, right. Anybody who knows you knows you're not going to do that. But right. But but it gets. But, <laughs> but it gets it gets better, right? Oh. So 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 that starts my uh, trip to the supermarket. Yeah. And I go in and I get my items, you know, I grab a cart because they, they, for whatever reason, this uh, fries by our house does not ever have any goddamn hand baskets. You know, the little bit like I don't need many items. I, I just want a basket. I don't want to push a cart, but I also don't want to carry a sack of potatoes, uh, get some alcohol. Do You know, I need like five, six things. Uh, they don't have any hand baskets. So I'm pushing a cart through the, through the, uh, uh, through the store. Um, I, I get my items. No big deal. I go to the self-checkout because, you know, again, I only have a handful of items and right. it's the, the most efficient way to get the hell out of there. And you work there, so it makes sense. Uh, right. So 
I go through the self checkout and uh, and I end up at the register. And shame on me, right? When you hear this, uh, shame on me. So I'm also implicating myself in the stupidity. But I go to the self checkout lane or the, the whatever station that is adjacent to the uh, the freezer where you have the ice on your way out the door, right? Yeah. So it's the closest one to the ice freezer. But I, I don't bother to look in the ice freezer. I just see, oh, there's the ice freezer. I should get some ice. So uh, meanwhile, I have grabbed some alcohol. You know, I grabbed a bottle of tequila because uh, Kelly has been uh, lately drinking these uh, spicy margaritas. So it, it requires what? tequila and whatever. So, yeah, I know. It's oh. weird. Uh, she's into it. So so I, I grab a bottle of tequila. I grab some of that spicy margarita mix, you know, get some limes, get all the fixings to make her drinks. Because I'm thinking I still got to deal with whatever that was on my way out the door. I still got to deal with that when I get back. Maybe it'll be better. If I come bearing margaritas, right? <laughs> right. Because uh, that's the kind of husband I am, right? I'm like, how can I deflect the situation off of me and be like, but I got you margaritas, right? Uh, this is my solution. Just bring alcohol. So I, I save the uh, I save the alcohol for last because you know naturally, anytime you scan alcohol, it sends up the the bat signal to somebody to come over to verify you're of age, and they they have that stupid lock mechanism right. on top of the bottle. They got to take off. So yeah. it's always a pain. So I always save it for last, check out the rest of my items uh, and scan the tequila and wait for three minutes for uh, uh, this employee to come uh, over. And Kella, Fries ask you for your actual birthday and you just look at him going, uh, I have gray in my goatee. You, if I was 15, you should let me have it. Uh, right. Usually they don't even put in my birthday. They just put in a, like a 12 something, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's that's exactly what happened. She goes, uh, give me your date of birth. So I give her the date of birth and she just puts in some arbitrary number, right? Do doesn't make any sense. Uh, so she's she has to put her code in to let her into the screen where she puts in the date of birth and goes, okay, uh, I, I'm allowing this person to buy alcohol. And I go, hey, while you're in there, uh, go ahead and ring me up for a 16-pound bag of ice, right? Mm -hmm. And she goes, okay, boop, 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 boop. Okay, you're good. So I'm like, cool, finish transaction, pay, you know, and then it's like <laughs> printing out all my coupons and, you know, my receipt and everything like that. And I'm like, all right, cool. Get everything. And I take two steps over to the to the ice freezer. And meanwhile, she's still standing right there. Take two steps over to the ice freezer and look in and I go, hmm, there's seven pound bags on this side. And no, where no. the 16 pounders normally are, totally empty. Oh. And I look at her and I go, um, so do you have another freezer that has 16 pound bags of ice? And she goes, no, we don't have any 16 pound bags of ice. She knew that off the top of her head. <laughs> and, 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 and I, I wish you could see, I know you've seen this look on my face, but I wish, you know, just the utter amazement that, uh, and I go, so you, so you don't have any 16 pound bags, like the one that you just rang me up for, you don't have any of those. Uh, no, we're out of 16 pounders. She goes, uh, you're going to have to go over to customer service and get a refund for that. Oh, we don't have any. And I go, um, I've waited in that customer service line. And I just grab uh, three, seven pounders and say, arrest me. Well, yeah, right. my solution was, I said, can I just grab two seven pound bags? Like I'm getting the short end of that deal. Can I just right. take two seven pounders? And she goes, no, 
that messes up our inventory when you do that. Um, you have to go over to get a refund. So oh, meanwhile, it was all selling of the, a sixteen pound of bag of ice when you don't have one also mess up the inventory. I'm 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 channeling my inner Frank Costanza, right? <laughs> Ser serenity now. You know, I lift my hands to the heavens and and you know, under my breath, serenity now. Put your hands down upon her. Rainbow. Right. I, I I realize there has to be a better way. So I had I, I, I do it. I swallow my anger. I make the trek to the complete other end of the store to go to the customer service line. And I'm pushing the cart through the Disneyland maze of a line. You know, meanwhile, there's only one other person in there. He's he's probably 75 and he's being helped by one of the ladies behind the desk. And so so I go over to the other one who's not helping anybody. And I and I'm unwadding the receipt because I've already wadded up the receipt. I'm on my way out the door. I'm like, I, whatever. So I'm uh, the trash can. I'm literally unwadding the receipt and I put it down and I go. Uh, supposedly I need to get a refund because y'all don't have any 16 pound bags of ice. So if you could go ahead and, and she looks at me in utter disbelief and I'm like, I, I, I just, just, can you just process this? And she doesn't even say anything to me. She picks up this walkie talkie that she has on the, on the desk and goes, uh, Herb, it's not Herb. That's from uh, Mr. Mom. If y'all should know that Herb clean up on aisle three. And it, she gets on the walkie-talkie. She goes, uh, do, uh, "Do we do we have any sixteen-pound bags of ice?" And I'm like, I'm looking at her like with everything in my being, just going, uh, "You think I'm here for kicks on a Saturday afternoon? Like you really think you want ice?" And I'm I'm telling her, I'm like, the lady that's at at the freaking ice freezer on the way out the door says you don't have any, and she's the one that sent me over here. Meanwhile, nobody answers her on the walkie-talkie, so she decides it's best for herself. To walk all the way over to the ice freezer and yeah. talk to somebody. Meanwhile, old boy, that's in that's uh, I've since walked past him, um, and he's done with his transaction. He decides he's trying to get out of the lane, and apparently my cart is slightly blocking him. So his solution is to just ram his little <laughs> cart into my cart, and I turn around and he goes, "Excuse me," and I'm like, Fin "Finally, a man, right?" So I go. You know, you could have just said that instead of ramming your cart into my cart. You could have just said that to begin with. I didn't know that I was in your way. I'm not trying to keep you here on a Saturday. I'm trying to get out of here myself. If you would have just said, excuse me, this all could have been over much sooner. And I move, move my cart. He, he leaves. And I'm like, gosh. Meanwhile, the other lady that was helping him comes over and she goes, what, what's going on now? And I, we don't have any. And I'm like, the lady down there says, you guys don't have any 16 pound bags of ice. I, uh, I'm just trying to get my refund. And she goes, well, would you take two 14 pound bags? And I'm like, Oh my Christ. <laughs> two seven pound bags. <laughs> I go, you know, that was my solution that I proposed, but the defensive back you have down there that's guard <laughs> at the guard gate wouldn't that, that wasn't going to work for her. So she sent me over here to deal with you. And she goes, meanwhile, the other lady has come back and she goes, Oh, I guess we don't have any 16 pound bags of ice. Would you like two seven pound? And I'm like, yeah, just, just, and I go, I would love two seven pound bags of ice, but you're, uh, you know, middle linebacker. Like that's, that's, I said, I will bowl her over. If you tell me to go grab, I don't give a shit 
at this point, if I go over there and grab two seven pound bags of ice and she says dick to me, she's going on her ass. Like, I don't care. <laughs> and, and the, and the lady can see like where I'm at and she goes, I'll, I'll go over there with you. Right. And so she has to walk me over to the ice freezer to get two seven pound bags of ice so I can be on my way. Did she and it was put just, them in your? Did she put them in your cart as she's she making eye contact with the other lady? Uh, I don't know that I because I wasn't even. I, I was so gone at that. I could. I was seeing red. Oh, and sure. It, like, it was just one of those things where, like, I you know, I don't think that we should enact Sharia law, but like, I kind of understand it at this point, you know. <laughs> so, so that was that was my my all-time low point of, of holiday Christmas cheer uh, over this past weekend was uh, dealing with that. So it's, it's I, like, me, it's like me going to uh fries on a Wednesday. You know what Wednesday is at fries? Senior day. Oh, okay. You're there, yeah. Right? yeah. For a 10% discount, I will never go to fries on a freaking Wednesday ever again. Dude, I would pay an extra 10% if you could get rid of all the olds. Oh, well, that'd be great, but I live a lot closer to them than you do. Yeah, I well, that Safeway up by you today uh, with in uh, the 45 minute checkout as I was third in line because the lady was, had to wait for her coupon that didn't get registered to make sure it was cleared. And I'm like, I'll give you the 50 cents. Could we right. wrong? Right. Yeah. And I always get in the wrong freaking line every time I go oh, in yeah. there. I did that for sure. Coupon. Then they write a check. <laughs> yep. Like there, oh. There's people still out there writing checks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Like who? Yeah. <sighs> What the yeah. hell? Get a damn tap card. <laughs> so, so that's been uh, that's been my like holiday stress level. Is, so was uh, Mrs. Average happy when you got back? Uh, I don't know about happy, but Probably she was. Uh, was. I I told her you know the hell that I had just been through, <laughs> and it kind of softened her up a little bit. Then I made her a margarita, and that made things a little right. better. All so, that for potato. Right. So, but man, it has been, it has been hectic and I've been trying to, uh, squeeze in my, my, I've, I've now since had two golf lessons since the last, last oh, podcast. Very nice. I had uh, last Friday evening, I had my first one and then, um, I got to pick up my mom at the airport this Friday. So I couldn't, I had to reschedule. So I did it, uh, last night I did my second lesson. So we're, we're just about to the point where I get to the top of my backswing. I'm still still yep. halfway through my takeaway. That's how far we've gotten. Okay. And, so this, uh, is, this is after your swing analysis, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Your yeah, second. So, yep. So they do your swing analysis. You buy the package. And I signed up for, for every week lesson. Okay. And and so okay. I went last, last Friday. And then I went uh, yesterday because I can't go this Friday. So. Is this for 52 weeks or how, how many weeks? It is. is it? It's 52 weeks. And after five, after five lessons, uh, they do a fitting, which I don't oh, know how, okay. if I'm only to, if after two lessons, I'm only halfway into my backswing. Uh, I don't know how we're going to get all the way through a swing in five lessons, but I guess we'll see. I have decided. And I told my instructor last night, like if they offer any sort of, you know, special ed classes or remedial, like if you could, if I need to wear a helmet or something to indicate that I'm, you know, a, uh, but I think, I feel like we had a breakthrough though, because he's been, he, I like, I, I kind of went in there last night, like I'm out on this guy. Right. Yeah. 
because he says things a certain way and it doesn't connect with me. Like I'm not understanding the way he's saying it. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I tried telling him that the first time I'm like, he goes, Oh, you know, you need to do this and this and this, uh, does that make sense? And I go, no, no, it doesn't. And it's not because I don't know what you're trying to say. Um, like I get what you're trying to say. It's just not connecting with like, I can't, I can't figure out like you need to find a different way to say it or I need to find a different way to, you know, like I'm not understanding. Like when you say the club needs to be in front of your hands and not on top of your hands, like my first instinct is, well, the club is in my hands. Right. <laughs> right. But but the terminology, you know, like, yeah, like if I, I'm sure if he showed up at my place of employment and I started, uh, you know, lecturing him on the the minutia of collision repair uh, right. he would be like i don't really know what that means but i'd be like oh and and if you just repeat the same thing over again it doesn't mean that i'm gonna get it right so right so the first lesson was kind of like that like he was saying a bunch of things and i'm going mm, okay it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me but but we had a breakthrough uh last night where he's been telling me okay so in your first position you want to have the club face looking like this. You want to do this. This is where you want it to be. But the whole time, he isn't telling me um, that I need to rotate my body instead of my arms. Like I've been, I've been starting my backswing with my arms, like just focusing on taking the club back straight, right. not bringing it inside, you know, that whole kind of thing. But yeah. I'm doing it with my arms and then I'm rotating my body to follow it. And he's, and, and I'm watching him reenact it and I'm going, oh, crap, he's not moving his arms. And I go, basically one of those, like, you could have just told me that. Like, we've spent two weeks on trying to get the club away from the ball. And you could have said, stop moving your arms. Just rotate your body. I mean, we're talking about, you know, two feet of travel, maybe, of the right. club head. But and he goes, a whole year, so, you know, baby steps. Well, Dude, but it's one of those things like I can't do it if it's all going to be like this. Like he needs to figure out a way to communicate with me. Otherwise, I'm just grasping at straws. I might as well just watch videos. Right. So so I finally realized, OK, he wants me to rotate my body instead of my arms. And that totally made sense to me. And I'm going, dude, this is the way you need to, Like you need to talk to me like I'm five. OK, I've never done this before. You need to, you know, like I'm I'm retarded, basically. I mean, in 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 all of the senses of the word, like I'm not a smart man when it comes to playing golf. Right. So just talk to me like that. So talk to me goose. Yeah. So anyway, I think we had a, uh, a decent session last night. So hopefully it'll or, continue to go that way. Are you making better like ball contact with this or are you just, just totally working on your takeaway? And yeah. So right now we've, we've gotten to about halfway maybe three quarters of the way through my takeaway so okay. we have not even gotten to my transition my my tra he's already pointed out that my transition is horrible but we're not there yet he's like we'll okay. get there but you got to build a foundation you got to you know one you can't jump to step four without doing step two like you gotta right. go so um so no i'm not making any better contact because i'm i'm losing yeah. like my whole swing in my transition from, from the top of my swing. Like I could do the perfect take. I got to where he's like, yeah, I really like that backswing and I like where the club's ending up and everything like that, but you ruin it all right here. <laughs> he's like, well, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, once you get, 
yeah, like you say, it's, it's baby steps and you're working at it at a quarter, probably like a quarter at a time, you know? Yeah. Block, you know? Right. You're up to about maybe. I'm up to, I'm up to like half a speed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 um, I don't know. I don't know where to say my my club is pointing on the clock because I don't know which direction you're looking at the clock from. But or I'm talking your club angle. So you're you start at six, right? And then you bring okay. it to three or or nine or whatever. Okay. So if we're going, so if I'm at. starting at six and I and I'm and I'm bringing it up to nine and then to twelve, right. I'm at probably ten o'clock right now. Okay. All right. So that makes sense. Yeah. That so. When you did your swing evaluation, did it give you any drills or anything to work on before your first lesson or just? Yes. And did, and yeah. Did and that's, it, did I do it? I, I absolutely did it. But it was one and it was mainly just to just to work on. But I again, he didn't tell me like, hey, don't rotate. So it was all about, oh, I, here's where I want the club and all this. And I was getting the club into that position, but I was doing it wrong. Like I was I was just trying to force my arms to go that way and he's like dude you're too like just do this and he's showing me and i'm like why didn't you just say that like why (laughs) didn't you just say that i just rotate to here and then bring your your wrist back you know like don't he's like oh you it was all about just the position of the club and it was almost like it didn't matter how i got the club to that position which it really really fucking does matter how i get the club to that position right so and, uh, but that's where we're at. So that sounds yeah, like you're making progress, though. Swing evaluation on Thursday last week. Oh yeah. And then uh, he gave me a couple little tips. And then I had a two-day tournament with Arizona Desert over the weekend. And uh, I was going to go to church and uh, get there in time to uh, do some of the training stuff that he asked to see how well it helped. And uh, naturally, two and a half hours of traffic because you know old people can't drive. Uh, nothing but accidents all the way there. So I showed up just in time to drink. And uh, for those of you who, uh, oh, okay, Eric, who actually showed up for church for the podcast, sorry we didn't bring the microphone. So yeah, we uh, that's all that's one hundred percent on me. We we didn't uh, intentionally not do a podcast uh, because any reasons other than I forgot my equipment. And so I didn't get a chance to practice. So when I started the tournament, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna revert back to where my old swing is, and I'm not gonna try to think about what he said and. Uh, the first nine in that tournament is a scramble and we did fine. And then the back nine is a uh, best ball two player. And uh, my playing partner, I think we took eight of his scores. That's how well I was playing. (laughs) (laughs) I seen you guys were pretty good after day one. Uh, Well, we we did really great on the uh, uh, scramble portion. Uh, I actually held my own and actually did all right. And then uh, we started uh, the, combination is the back nine on the second day where you add up your total scores for each player and we probably should have just stayed home is kind of how well both of us were doing <laughs> i think i think jeremiah may have had a par and i uh you know had a par and then putted two or three more times uh, right so you had may have had a double bogey or a bogey uh, yeah i had i had a couple I'll, i will say that uh i went on a bogey streak and i was feeling pretty good about myself because number 12 at founders course if those of you who know me no i hate that hole because i've yep. never scored better than a six and i got a five so hey yeah hey that's that's great i may not well, be scared of that hole anymore that's not true those lessons uh, are off. They, were, 
<laughs> Look at the instant results you're saying. Uh, so what you want to do, what you want to do is you want to get a hold of Golf Tech. Uh, <laughs> no, no, this, this, is, this is where the advertisement comes in. So we're already basically dead in the water. So who cares? So now all I'm doing is thinking about the two, the two tips he gave me. And uh, those of you who've played with me know that I have a slight hip sway to the back. And he basically gave me two uh, drills to kind of curtail that. Did he and put so, you in a corset? What's that? <laughs> I, said, I said, did he put you in a corset? Because uh, uh, my instructor tried to squeeze me into one of those things. Not because it was going to help my swing, but uh, anyway. it's Actually, believe it or not, the uh, simple thing that he did uh, to keep my sway is he had me put a water bottle next to my uh, left ankle. And if I knocked the water bottle over, I did it wrong. And it really, truly felt like all I was swinging with was arms. But on the inside of on the inside of your foot on the yeah, inside of your left foot, foot. So i can't sway back and so i yeah I just concentrated on that and i'm just hitting the ball straight down the middle where i'm aiming wondering what the hell's going on and uh we basically uh jeremiah's a better iron player than i am uh sorry ken that's your fourth now or whatever uh whatever and then uh so he said we're gonna play your drive anytime we can play your drive so i can approach because i'm a better putter than he is and yeah, that's true. Actually, he said it, not me. Uh, I was like, really? Somebody said that about me? That's, uh, but it is Founders, and I do live here, so I kind of know the greens just a little bit. Uh, and so uh, we started playing that and ended up uh, finishing second on that nine. Uh, and it was all, I only had one bad shot. And when I had the bad shot in my backswing, I went, I just knocked the water bottle over. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you take a water bottle up to the tee box with you? Uh, I don't know if is that legal because I'm no, I don't know. no, that's not. I'm that's like, not, I'm not. That. That's I, a, I just randomly just set it inside my foot. Oh, no, that's I, an that's, that's an outside training aid. Yeah. Is it a training? Yeah, swing aid. It's a water bottle. What are you talking about? Yeah, maybe you're thirsty. Um, yeah, but if you're not using it for the purpose it's intended, uh, hey, that's it's a training aid. Bob, here's what you got to do crack your cores light, crack your cores light, <laughs> go up to the tee box. Set it on the inside of your ankle, and I guarantee you won't knock that I over. I won't knock that over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> guarantee. You, you will <laughs> not knock over a Coors Light. Uh, but yeah, I, I went instead of uh, Ken going full send on the uh, 52 week thing, I just did a 15 uh, lesson because the they do a 10 lesson package, which is kind of where I was leaning towards uh, just because my schedule and you know my commitment to X right so strong. But if you do a 10 package, uh, you, you got to do them in three months, but if you do a 15, you can take six months. So oh, okay. that was a better path, uh, way for me to go and uh, got my first one tomorrow and looking forward to actually make it to church on time so I can actually uh, do whatever the hell he's telling me to practice. I have set up my, uh, I get a little hitting mat in my backyard and I grab my little Callaway foam hitting balls that I bought two years ago and I took them out of the bag for the first time. And I'm just... So, so it would now be a, a bad time to tell you that uh, I think I might be out on church tomorrow? Uh, that would uh, probably cancel my plans for going because I got plenty of other things to do. So um, it's just that um, you know I got my mom coming in Friday. Oh, right. We're yeah. still working on uh, making some preparations for uh, Shindig this weekend. Um, so it it's just not. It's all it's all happening at once. So yeah. this this week and next week are bad weeks. Uh, next week is fine for me, but well, um, next, next week's Christmas. No, it's not. Next next well, weekend is Christmas. Next weekend, but I'm having a family party on uh, Friday, so I'll be. Oh, there. I must must have missed that invite. It's a family thing. 
Yeah. Uh, so sorry. I thought, I thought we were, I thought, you know, you are. Okay. No, I'll, I'll fuck myself. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, that's cool. Damn. Man, that hurts. I'll get over it. Like, like, like I always do. Hitting those foam balls with the, in the backyard into my wall, basically was uh, really inspiring me for that uh, golf simulator for my backyard. Cause I think that's something I need. I think that's something I need is for you to right. put a simulator yeah, in your backyard. I did I'll notice uh, in my app they do offer a uh, they sell golf simulators. Yeah. So. Hey John, you have that you have that third car garage that you could convert. I do, but the ceiling isn't as high as my my two car garage. Uh, you, I think you only need like nine feet. Really? That's it. Yeah. Huh. Pretty sure. I might look into that. I'll have to move my golf cart out, but well, <laughs> well only to... when you're only when you're using the simulator. Well, yeah, but actually I'll have to move all the shit that's in there right now out to even get a simulator in there. Yeah, I've, hmm. I've also considered uh, emptying my little golf cart garage and putting it in there, but I don't think it's wide enough. I think my uh, pergola in the back is a better plan because we can all spread out and make fun of each other better. How that uh, would be that would be nice uh, for the non-summer months. Yeah, it would. It, how's it work during like the daytime hours? The light. Well, it's under the pergola, so it'd be shadowed still. Yeah. Huh. I mean, they got they got lights on at golf deck. Yeah, that's true. So I, I don't know. I haven't been there, but. So John, you're uh, yeah. uh just to uh, switch gears a little bit. You have some history with you know motorcycles and uh, you know hanging out with those types of people and whatnot, right? Uh, yeah. What do you mean by those people? <laughs> uh, you know, pe also people that are into motorcycles and riding them and, you know, stuff that goes along with, uh, you know, associating with other people that ride motorcycles and, you know, associate I've my, with. I've had my moments. Um, I'm not going anywhere weird with this. Um, I was <laughs> just curious. So I got a phone call from uh, you guys both know Brandon in uh, California. Right? Yeah. So. So the average minute is uh, traveling. Uh, my face is traveling to all kinds of different parts of this country, but uh, <laughs> he is, and I couldn't get, cause it was very loud where he was, but uh, he claimed to be at the biggest or oldest or oldest and biggest biker bar West of the Mississippi. And, really? but I couldn't, I had no idea where it was. I mean, he could have been anywhere. Um, uh, but he lives in California. I can only assume he was in California. I just didn't know if that was somewhere that you would uh, come across in your days of uh, being on two wheels uh, with a bunch of other people uh, who were also wearing leather, possibly. You know, <laughs> I have not. I, I tried to avoid California at all costs on my motorcycle because people over there drive like shit. And, uh -huh. and it's just crazy i'm not gonna lane split and do all that crap so i avoided california at all costs but uh you know but no i don't know which which bar he's talking about I, I, i'd have to look that up anyway i'll i'll put some pictures on social media i got uh my face on display at bars oh. all over the country so very nice well uh, wherever this place is so far and then uh you know we'll we'll see what happens from there but but yeah so i just thought i'd shoehorn that in there a little shout out to uh one of our biggest fans and also associates from the river uh he, brandon from california yeah. so yeah was he did he happen to be in hollister 
I have no idea. Uh, again, it was very loud where he was because he, yeah. he was in a biker bar. But, yeah. uh, you know, anyway, just yeah. thought that was interesting. Uh, yeah. So maybe uh, shout out to the uh, the bikers uh, wherever wherever they were. Keep the shiny side up. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, sorry, Bob, I didn't mean to totally derail your uh, speaking of uh, your game improvement uh, journey. I just, uh, it, it popped into my head. Yeah, I just have an early, uh, and early for me, 8.30, so, you know, noon to you guys. Uh, so, so I five. met, I met your instructor. Uh-huh. Uh, I went in, I went in for some practice Monday night, and uh, my instructor's off Mondays, so it was your instructor. He came in, he was like, oh, you're Ken, right? And I'm like, yep. And he goes, oh, I'm, I'm Matt's uh, instructor and i go oh also bob then he goes yep meanwhile the guy I, I i exchanged five words with him maybe and uh he seemed like he had all kind of personality uh like he was way better uh suited for podcast than my my instructor is more like um if you remember ben stein right like you know the the, the teacher from uh yeah ferris bueller yeah. and uh yeah that's that's my instructor he's a totally nice guy but he's he's very monotone very he doesn't emote right like he's very just you know do this do this do this when you were describing your instructor is uh he told you does that make sense uh my guy says that after everything he says is does that make sense and i even uh went to matt and i said does he say that the entire time and he goes yeah that's what he says is does that make sense I mean, there's a certain obligation as an instructor, and I've been in those positions uh, having to teach somebody something. And there's a certain obligation to uh, make sure that the person that you're um, disseminating information to understands the material, right? Mm-hmm. right. So, but to literally ask them, like I've I've worked for uh, I worked for a, a gentleman a number of years ago that was very full of himself, right? And he thought he was he, the smartest man in the room, and he very well could have been, but that's one of those where you let other people tell you that instead of just, tell, Oh yeah, just ask me. I know everything. Just ask me, you know, right. but his favorite thing to say was, does that make sense? And it always just, anytime anybody says that it just really grinds on me because it's, it's one of those where like, dude, under, under most circumstances, like, dude, I'm not a fucking idiot. Okay. So for <laughs> you to ask me, like, does that make sense? But in this circumstance, it really, uh, like, yes, yes, no, no, it doesn't make sense. Actually. Could you explain it a different way? So I need you to ask me, does that make sense? You know, right. so like I, I should do a better job of taking it that way because I am also the uh, in not golf world of I know what I'm doing. Leave me alone. Don't ask me if it makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I almost I almost didn't because my natural instinct is be like, no, I get it. I totally get what you're saying. Like, you know, yeah. you don't have to explain it a bunch of times because I get it. I'm I'm like somewhat bright. OK, like my IQ is bigger than my shoe size. I, I get things. And so that was my natural thing. And I almost, and then I realized how much money I paid for these fucking lessons. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. I'm not shortchanging myself. If I don't yeah. understand something, I'm telling him I don't understand it. And I'm going to make him explain it to me a different way. I paid for this. Mm-hmm. He's not doing me a favor. I paid for this. Right. So for that service, you get, need to get the best out of it. Right. For you. Right. He's getting I, paid what? <laughs> yeah, we, we are here for me. So right. that's, that's where I'm at. But 
So, John, what's new with your uh, wrist situation? Oh, man. So, okay. Today I went, I bit the bullet and went and got an x-ray. Um, I went over to the Core Institute in Sun City, which is probably a mistake. But the people uh, there are very old, nice. A lot, of, a lot of old people over there? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. So, and everybody's in a walker and a mask. And I'm not. Sounds like my Safeway experience. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But they get they get ten percent off though. Well, not probably not at the Core Institute, but they probably have Medicare and all that shit that takes care of it. But anyways, I go in there and they do the the X-ray and all that stuff, and I go in and into the room waiting for the doctor. It's it's more like an urgent care type thing, but they do X-rays right there on the spot and check everything out. So I'm in there and those guys asking me questions about you know this and that you know um family history and stuff like that and he goes so uh do you do illicit drugs and i'm like no do you smoke weed i'm like what? is that considered illicit I, i'm like that's illicit now <laughs> and yeah so is I it said, still schedule one with the uh, with the federal government he he, he considered it illicit i'm like yeah, mm. occasionally i smoke weed wow and he goes so do you drink he goes are you uh light um medium <laughs> moderate or heavy i i always answer that when they ask me as i go no matter what you say it's probably more than that <laughs> yeah so i sat there for a second and i'm like you know what i'm probably i'm probably moderate to heavy kind of like my you know my my body i'm medium husky type of thing <laughs> you're, you're you're some days i'm heavy some days i'm moderate you know so you know I was trying to be truthful with him. <laughs> so after all that stuff, the, the doctor comes in, he's looking at it. And so apparently there's two bones in your wrist where they meet up there. I can't remember the official name of them. The humerus the, and the um, ulna or something. Whatever that is, wherever they come, where the ball is on the bones that come into your wrist where there's 500 bones in there. But the balls of that are supposed to have a gap in between there, probably about an eighth inch or, or a little more of a gap in there. Well, my outside bone on the outside of my wrist on my right hand is like pushed over into that gap. Huh. So I don't know if there's like a chip off there. He said he couldn't see a fracture on it, but he said there's definitely something wrong there because it's either really bad arthritis and people don't get arthritis right there or it's something's wrong with it i'm like well yeah something's wrong with it dude thanks captain obvious <laughs> <laughs> you, you think so doctor <laughs> you know he's pushing on my hand and pushing on this and i'm like is that uncomfortable i'm like yeah it's uncomfortable it hurts so and i told him i said you know i've been every time i play golf you know at first it, it's really stiff he goes, well, yeah, you know, you're, it's probably real tight and everything. And then you start warming up and then drinking beers and everything. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, every pro <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, 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 do all that. He goes, and I'm like, yeah, but that night, man, it's really swollen. Everything he goes, well, yeah, the beer and the ibuprofen wear off. And, you know, <laughs> this it, it starts good. swelling man. a little bit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, you know, that makes sense now. But uh, so anyways, he, he sent me for an MRI to get a closer look at my ligaments and what's going on in, in that bone right there in the middle and then i have a appointment with a hand surgeon on the december 28th so wow yeah so this could uh this could potentially impact the beginning of the mga season it very well could 
impact at depending on what uh what he finds and what he wants to do i mean if he just wants to put me in a brace because see this happened what october 28th something like that like two weeks before worlds uh-huh so i played golf through it i haven't done anything to it haven't put a brace on it or anything like that and so he said it could also look like <laughs> it was trying to heal but it didn't heal properly so it just keeps getting messed up because you haven't done anything with it because it's been what eight weeks uh-huh. so that could be it too it's just not healed properly if i would have done went to the doctor right away probably could have mm. uh helped out a little bit and i probably could have like over next to the tailgaters off of reams you just kind of could have walked over at some point well i could have i could have went there but then they don't do x-rays there oh. so they would have sent me to do x-rays so I, I basically cut out the middleman and just go right to the place and they x-ray i mean I sat down five minutes later, I'm taking an x-ray, go back out in the lobby. It wasn't even 10 minutes. I'm back in the, in the room and he's got my x-rays back there. I'm like, Oh, all right, cool. So you must have more insurance than the old folks. Uh, I don't know about that because my, uh, copay was quite high today. So that could have been, that could have been because I had my, uh, expired medical card. So, (laughs) So, babe, if you're listening tomorrow <laughs> or today, um, I need my new uh, insurance card, please. Thank you. So you had to fork over the cash up front, though. Yeah, she said when they send it in there, if they made a mistake, then they'll either send me a check or credit me or something. That's that's not a thing. A no, refund from a, yeah, not. that's that's but not a thing. It was seventy bucks. She wanted to charge me a hundred, so she knocked it down to seventy. She goes, you know, next your next visit will. If it's, if they figure it out, then because they called me three times today asking for my insurance information because it kept getting kicked back. So, right. Anywho, it's all taken care of. Well, I finally got an x-ray. So hopefully uh, I'll know more on the 28th and hopefully it don't affect January jam either. So, right. Cause we're supposed to be golfing. Uh... Yeah. Our foursome's going to win this thing. Yeah. Is there even, do they have winners? I have no uh, idea. They, they keep score, I think. Do they? Do they? I think we won. Anyways, we got on the internet. Uh, we yeah. did. We're the we're being the cover page. Uh, yeah, yeah. And for yeah for the for this year's January Jam, we're we're on the poster. So we got six. We got six players um, in the tournament, right? So that's yeah. two threesomes. Are we going to get two randos paired with us? I don't know. Is anybody else going? I don't know. Doesn't oh, yeah. doesn't like Kelly Hernan go down with his crew? He does. Yeah, but he's got a whole group. They go down with like frick, 20, 30 people. Right, but not for the tournament. Not for the tournament, no, but for like his whole family and kids and everything go. Yeah. They they pretty much uh, take hey, over the could, bottom floor of the snow. They, they could pair us with um with that dude that owns Lucky's Cantina. Like he was in the group behind <laughs> us. Oh, that's right. Yeah, in those stupid ass pants he was wearing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That guy was pretty cool. He was a nice guy. Yeah. He didn't he drive up in his side by side in, the, in yeah. his Can Am. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he drive that on the course too? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Doing donuts out in the middle of the uh-huh. fairways of the 15th mm. fairway or 16th fairway. Anyways, probably not. So, um, I'm picking up my mom um, from the airport Friday. Does anybody have any cookie requests? Okay, so you sent me this text the other day, 
which cookies do you want my mom to make? Dude, that is the toughest decision <laughs> I think I've ever had to make. And you sent me the list and I'm looking at it. I'm like, there is no wrong choice here. <laughs> and then when I made a choice, you'd send back a text going, really? That's what you want? <laughs> I'm, like, what? What? I'm like, I don't know, man. They're, they're Every one of those things are delicious. Uh, yeah, I know. It's weird. Um, it's weird. It's circumstantial. Like, on, uh, depending on the circumstances, I'll want these kind of cookies or the, I want all of them. Um, yeah. Again, you don't get to be in a man of my stature without eating my mom's cookies, you know, for many years. Yeah, but she uh, don't have three months to make a, what, how many dozen did she make us? when? We oh, my to- gosh, dude. She had a whole room. She had a whole room of cookies. Uh, 15 dozen, was, maybe? Maybe it, more. It was, a, it was a lot. That a lot of cookies. It was, it was a lot. It was copious amounts it, of cookies. It covered, it, the cookies covered a 12-person dining room table. <laughs> right am uh, i wrong it no you're not wrong and, and we had lots of leftovers after oh, a whole my. week a yeah. whole week of every time you walk by that table grab a cookie or two. Oh my god <laughs> every time breakfast <laughs> dinner midnight snack uh, yeah you know what though she gets she gets um satisfaction out of uh baking for people and you know that's like yeah. that's her thing so that's awesome your mom's cool she is, but she'll, she'll be, uh, she'll be there Saturday. It's no big secret. We're, uh, uh having an ugly sweater party at the average minute world headquarters on Saturday night. So she will be there. Uh, and I pick her up Friday night. So she's got however many hours on Saturday. That's why I was like, uh, if she can only make two kinds of cookies. What do you want? You know? Right. So yeah. Still, we'll see mom come visit and then put her straight to work uh when my mom comes out for thanksgiving the first thing i do is go okay here's the keys to my car you're gonna go to the grocery store and get whatever you need to make my apple pie with and don't forget the ice cream right and i expect right. by the time i get back lady <laughs> uh yeah i don't i don't exactly put it in those words but it's it's similar you know it's like well my mom doesn't listen to the podcast i think yours might so you probably want to uh no uh, my my mom absolutely does not listen to the podcast but i might have her on the podcast we'll see oh telling stories <laughs> like she did at Matt's saloon you Prescott. know what though you know what though a lot of her stories are are visual though because she makes a lot of gestures and it's not exactly yeah. radio uh, material necessarily. Yeah, but your input during the story is it's <laughs> gold. Oh my god, I've never laughed so hard in my life at Matt Saloon when she was telling when you hacked her in the throat. <laughs> or she hacked you in the throat. <laughs> uh, she did. Your she... your versions of the story were way different than each other's. Well, naturally, she's she's playing the victim role you know right and and that's not how it went down at all uh man (laughs) we'll see we'll see if i can uh, persuade her to come on the podcast and speaking of saturday i'm gonna bring the concoction maker then okay i'm in I'll i'll bring um some uh margarita mix that i picked up from uh a certain somebody Gay for on. Gay for on. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'll make some of that, and we'll uh, we'll get Kelly all. Hell yeah. Um, are you bringing a designated driver? 
Uh, I believe so. I think we've almost, she goes, do I need to go buy an ugly sweater now? I'm like, no, don't worry about it. No, it's not mandatory, but you know, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. No, she's coming, but you know, Missy goes, no, she's not driving us. I'm like, why not? Missy don't think she can drive at night. I mean, that's, that's not the only reason we want her to come. We want her to come because we like having her around. You know, we love, we we love, uh, Patty. And she loves your mom and, and the Ocho's mom. Yeah. Ocho. Carol. Carol. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember her name. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Carol. Yeah. So last time they were together, they had a great time. Yeah. Yes. We were all drunk in the pool and they were inside playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> Except this time we'll be drunk in the backyard. And, isn't, that, uh, isn't that when you put yeah. your mom in the front of your can amp? <laughs> I, I did. And it was raining on the way home. It was raining and you almost killed her. I, to jump I almost, dr- I almost drove, into, drove into the canal on the way home. <laughs> yes. It's fine. you know. She survived. She did. I'm sure she'll tell some kind of crazy story about, oh, he... Oh, he tried to kill me. Like, oh, come on. That's not how I knew this. She was soaking wet because it was pouring down rain. Yeah, yeah. Torrential death. Cats and dogs living together. Yeah. Uh, Mass mass hysteria. Right. Yeah. She got struck by lightning twice. Right. Right. Yeah. In the same spot. Yeah. (laughs) This is, and you wonder uh, where I learned how to tell a story, right? Uh, This is, this is my, this is how I was raised, you know? Never let never let uh, facts get in the way of a good story. Right, right. words to live by. <laughs> so even she said, every time you tell the story, it changes a little bit. Uh, well, again, the truth. Yeah, it's it's what feels right, and <laughs> you got to read the room when you're telling the story. <laughs> and and I'll tell you what. Uh, I was not trying to force feed her a Dorito. Okay. I, they had just, they had just come out with a new flavor and I was like, uh, mother, mommy, dearest, like, you know, you had to approach her with, uh, you know, some, some real hesitation because she could fly off the handle at any time. This is, this is, (laughs) this is the lady. She, she wasn't always the kindly old lady that makes cookies for everybody. Like she she goes to church every day. She, she does now. Homeless. She oh. does now. Uh, but you know, listen, I'm telling you, you had to approach with with some real caution. Okay. And I was like, you would you would really like this. You should try one of these. You would really like this. And she just get she had that glimmer, that crazy look in her eye, and her, her well, head spun around. She didn't even turn her body. Her spent well, was she her trying head to watch her stories? Spun around 180 degrees. She was and she gave stories. me that look. No, she wasn't trying to watch her stories. I, I don't know, maybe. But, yeah, dude, I'm telling you, it was very like, oh, here, please try that. You'll like it, and you can have the rest of them. I don't even want them. You can have them. It's an offering I'm making to you. And she just, she just, just put that hand right in, punch that Adams out. There's a reason why you can't, I, have, I had to grow the beard. Because I actually have a scar where my Adam's apple used to be. <laughs> because she she so aggressively hit that thing. Uh, and I I Yeah, I about you have the scar I, head for karate chop. Dude, it was it was bad. And uh yeah, she put me down, man. And I couldn't I couldn't breathe for I don't know, five, 
10 minutes. I was choking. <laughs> and uh, she didn't even call 911 or nothing. She just, well, no. you know, st- she stepped over my seemingly lifeless corpse and uh, went on about her business. You need to walk it off. That's what my mom would have said. <laughs> right. Go rub a little dirt on it. Rub a Dorito on it. And get up. <laughs> yeah. It was it was bad. On the ever popular, I didn't hit you that hard. Like, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't one have of those. To, you hit square in the Adam's dude, apple. Dude, right in the Adam's apple, man. That'll take that'll take a guy down. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, she grew up with three brothers, and you know that she had been practicing that move for years. Right? <laughs> it's the only way she could defend herself. You're not the first victim. No, no, of course not. But I, yeah, I would, uh, hopefully I was her last, you know, I, I'd like to think she wasn't going around karate chopping people right in the Adam's apple. Well, you never know. Oh my gosh. I like, I, it's a, it's a miracle that I'm even here doing a podcast because, you know, I could, I could be without a voice, even if I uh, were to live, but still not without a voice, it, it would, it would not be a surprise. Like I, it was bad. It was a. It was. It was a serious, serious injury. You aren't talking with one of those things in your throat. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm 15 years old with a cancer kazoo. You know. <laughs> you. You make snickerdoodle. God's <laughs> eyes. Got to take your straw out so you can eat them. Yeah. Oh my gosh, your mom is the most gentle woman I've ever met. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is so she I can't even believe she's got one pulled over on all you guys. Oh. Like she that's how she comes off. And you know what? She does a great job. She does a great job with uh making everybody believe that, you know. I think she's more gentle than Patty. <laughs> you know, Patty I've, is probably the nicest person I've ever met in the world. I bet. I bet that uh that both of them uh probably that's why they get along so well like i I, like i want to hear i want to hear about about patty's sordid past oh man i bet she's got a good right hook (laughs) i bet she does (laughs) she hasn't she hasn't thrown her to me yet but i'm sure she's wanted to a few times but you know (laughs) well if it's if if it's anything like uh missy's cholo punch then you know (laughs) you know that's probably where that came from Oh, that's a good point. Uh, you have to send me that video so I can put it on on social media. Oh, absolutely! It's it's coming your way tonight. I, we say that every podcast, and I have yet to receive any uh, pictures or video or any of that stuff. So, what was I supposed to send you? Uh, it's just what I, I I I can have the court reporter read back to you the transcript of the last podcast. I guess I'll have to point. listen to what. <laughs> What we talked about. Ask Missy. She'll tell you. I know she listens. She does. She listens every morning after we do a podcast. Has she asked where we've been for the last week? Um, no, because she kind of knows that that you guys forgot the mic. And I didn't show yeah. up to church, so. I we didn't really have a whole lot of material for Thursday anyway. We had just done one on Wednesday or something. Yeah, the hour and a half one or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just we... hard. This time of year is so hard. There's so much going on and stuff. It is. Like it is. This are you guys ready for Christmas? Dude, I'm just trying to get past this weekend, dude. 
have you? I went got. I went. I went got. I went got my hair cut today tonight. Yeah. And uh, and the lady that cuts my hair, she was like, "Oh, is you, how how you doing? You look beat." It was one of those like John comments, like, <laughs> "Boy, you look hung hungover." Like this lady, she's a super nice lady, right? Like she's been cutting my hair for like twelve years. And uh, it, we're we're like, I go to her house, right? So it's yeah. it's convenient. And um, and I walk in, and she just goes, she's like, "Man, you look beat." And I'm like, "Oh, thanks. Uh, you look you don't look too bad yourself, you know." <laughs> And she's like, no. And I go, no, that's fine. I'm, I'm totally beat. Like I'm, it, there's a lot going on. It's busy, you know? And she's like, oh, and I said, I'm just trying to get through this week. And she goes, oh, you gonna, you got vacation coming up? And I'm like, no, but it's certainly going to feel like it after, after we get through this week, it's just had so much going on just with different prep work and stuff. But how's uh, your gazebo looking? Uh, actually there's a, there's not the full roof. There's the frame of the roof on it. So they were here okay. today and, uh, they did, they did some work. So nice. Hopefully it'll be done tomorrow before. Yeah, hopefully they should. Cause all they got to do is put the paneling on. They didn't put the footers. They didn't pour the footers yet. So I'm at the point where I'm like, dude, just get the freaking roof on there and then you can come back next week and do the footers, you know, right. Well, whatever there and manhandle that thing and move it around yeah mark out where you want them and then we'll move it two feet and <laughs> go right it. right it wouldn't take much that's not it's not the heavy it's not super crazy like but it would take several guys to move it right or a good or a good strong wind which is what happened in the last one right but this one's wood now right it is and it's supposedly it's rated for 120 mile an hour winds, but I don't trust that. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't trust that. No. So that means like it's like a 10% chance of rain. It's going to rain 100% of the time. Right. Exactly. 100% chance of rain. It's not going to, we won't get a drop. Right. Not a cloud in the sky. Yeah. No. So what, how about you guys? Are you, uh, you ready for your grandson's first Christmas? Oh my God, dude. Is there like an entire room full of <laughs> dude? They're buying dude every day. The Amazon, the UPS, the FedEx guy, every day with uh-huh. at least three or four packages a day. I'm not. I'm not even <laughs> dude. There was one time I, I opened the garage up and there was a FedEx guy out there, and I hear him going, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> I'm like, "This is this this is fucked up. This is ridiculous." I'm like, what the hell? And I went over to the truck and I'm like, hello? He's like, oh, hey. Uh, as he got, <laughs> he got, I, swear, I shit you not, 15 boxes. Wow. And he goes, I go, are these all mine? He goes, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. I'm like, all right, let me, oh shit. All right, let me grab them. He yeah, goes, my, that's not even all of it. <laughs> yeah, my son was the first grandbaby for uh, my family. So the, his first Christmas, you know, he was born on December 11th, turned 21 this year. Mm. Uh, and so his first Christmas, two weeks later, basically, the entire room was filled with gifts for him because, you know, he's totally going to unwrap them all and, you know, right. with them at two weeks old. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be four months old. Well, actually, he is four months. He's going to be five months old. So, so our first, our first time, um, so Carew is, um, she's going to be eight in January, but her, her birthday is mid January. And, um, 
her first Christmas. So she was damn near one, right? Her first Christmas. Um, but there were so many goddamn presents, right? Like it was one of those where it took almost all day to open everything. Because mm-hmm. when you're opening with a baby, it's like, okay, oh God, you know, yes. it takes a long time. And we just got to the point where we're like, we're calling it. And we literally had like half of the stack and we were like, all right, all this just gets rolled over a month birthday. to yeah, till her birthday and we'll just rewrap them. You yeah. Know? And that's exactly what happened. Right. Yeah. It's crazy, man. They, they got so much stuff. I'm like, why are you buying so much stuff? It's, you know, he's five months old. He's next year. Yeah. I can see it. He'll be a year it's, and a half. It's, it's for the photo op. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's not even going to know. He's not even, even open one present. No, no, no. It's just, uh, it's all the pictures. It's a, it's, it's oh it's it's ezra it's it's you know it's for it's for the parents and the grandparents and the aunts and uncles and the you know it's like taking your kid to disneyland for the first time you gotta wait until they're at least five yeah wait until they're actually gonna remember it right you know yeah 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 so i mean but yeah like we i went on i went on so many cool trips with my uh with my grandmother and uh, with my mother and my grandmother and my sisters when i was very young like all over the country and there's all kind of pictures like i'm in national parks i'm at monuments i'm at yeah. civil war battlefields you know all kind of stuff i don't remember any of it because i was three you know right. and yeah. it's one of those things i i've been all kind of places but yeah, yeah you can I go and remember. take your brother <laughs> yeah type of thing yeah but yeah they're not gonna he's not gonna remember none of this i don't remember my first christmas do you <laughs> Uh, no, there's been no. a lot of years between then <laughs> now, but man, I don't know, but Hey, you know, we'll have fun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Any, uh, any traditions that you guys can't do without? Um, the only thing we do is, you know, my mom used to make, uh, she passed a few, uh, she's been what, 21 years now. Mm. Um, she used to make these pumpkin cookies. So every Thanksgiving, she would make these, or every holiday season after Thanksgiving, whatever, these pumpkin cookies. And Missy makes them every year now. And it's just like, we've already had a batch and she's got to make another batch next week. And uh, Not before Saturday? You're not bringing them Saturday? Uh, no, we're bringing something else Saturday. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. We get, yeah. So, but yeah, these pumpkin cookies. And my family loves it. It's just a tradition that, we've been carrying on since my mom passed but yeah those things are good i'll bring you i'll bring you some the next time we golf okay which is i don't know when but um hopefully maybe the week the week after christmas maybe uh new year's eve or something hopefully actually i'm golfing tomorrow or we know not tomorrow what's tomorrow thursday no friday oh that'd be nice I, uh, I still have to work a full-time job, so. Oh, that sucks. Well, Bruce is in town, so he's coming in to go to visit his mom for the holiday. Well, have fun with that. I will. I'll, I'll share my around with you guys. Mm. Just I to rub it. that every time we're at work. Huh. Yeah. I used to, well, I used to play Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or, or, you know, at least three times a week, but that's changed for, since uh, my wrist injury. And so I don't the price of golf going going up. I uh, I don't have Christmas is probably the biggest uh, tradition um, 
in my family. Uh, just lots of I was raised I was raised Swedish, even though I'm like zero percent Scandinavian according to my DNA. Um, you know, for those of you that don't know, I was raised a stepchild. But um, like Johnson was not my name at birth. I was raised a Johnson. Um, so anyway, uh, there's a lot of just Swedish traditions and stuff. Like we have our traditional Christmas dinner is um, ham loaf, which is a Swedish thing. It's like meatloaf, but with ham and, and, and ground pork. Uh, it's actually very good, but yeah. it doesn't sound, the name of it doesn't make it sound so good. Like fruit cake. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't do that. No, that's disgusting stuff. Yeah. But we do ham loaf and, uh, but Christmas breakfast is, is by far my favorite tradition. Swedish pancakes, little smokies, you know, eggs. Um, but the Swedish pancakes, that's in my family tradition. When, uh, when a woman marries into the Johnson family or a Johnson woman gets married, uh, the tradition is you get a Swedish pancake pan. That's your welcome to the Johnson family or, or welcome to being a Johnson wife is here's a Swedish pancake pan. It's a cast iron unit and you have to season it and do the whole thing. And it's got the, it's got these indentation cutouts because Swedish pancakes are uh, they're about the size of like a silver dollar pancake, but they're they're almost they're closer to a crepe. Like if you go to um, IHOP, you're and order Swedish pancakes, you're getting the plate size version, and they're yeah. rolled up like crepes. Even though that, oh, a real sweet real Swedish pancake is not the size of a crepe, it's like silver dollar size. But um, yeah, so are they uh, is Kelly, it like a regular pancake? What? Is it thick? No, it's like a crepe. No, no, no. It's thick. like a. It's it's closer to a crepe. It's not a crepe, but the the consistency of it is uh, very close to a crepe. Okay. Uh, um, it's the Swedish version of a crepe, probably. Oh, but why don't average make those for us at a lake weekend? Uh, dude, there's a lot that goes into it. Oh, is there? It's yeah. It's not like just oh here, let me whip up some Swedish pancakes. Big batter. <laughs> no. No, she's got to make the batter. She's got to make the batter the night before and let it chill in the fridge. Uh, it's a it's a whole process. Oh wow! But that's that's our that's our tradition. Um, Christmas morning is Swedish pancakes, little smokies, you know, strawberries on the Swedish pancakes. My grandfather used to do strawberries and syrup, but I'm a purist and I don't like the syrup and the strawberries, so I just do strawberries. Um. Uh, there's a whole way you have to eat the Swedish pancake. There's a relief cut involved, so you can fit the whole pancake into one bite. It's a, it's, it's a very, it's a, it's a process. Yeah, like I would show you if, if you're here. You got to make a video, and put post it on the average minute page. Um, I will. I'll, I'll try to remember that. Um, Christmas Eve, we do a prime rib. Uh, Christmas Eve. Hey, speaking of that, does anybody have Monzel? Have you seen? I don't know, uh, but I need to. I need fries to start. They both have Monzel. Fries is less expensive. You mean I got to go back? I got to go back to fries and deal with those people? Probably. Damn it. Don't go on Wednesday. No, I won't. I won't because it turns out I still work for a living. Oh. So, again, if y'all can uh, tell your friends about the podcast and have them tell some friends about the podcast, and, you know, that would be great (laughs) because right now I'm still having to go to work. So, 
Well, what else you guys got? Bob, what's your tradition for Christmas? I don't really have any traditions tradition, uh, traditions for Christmas. It's easy for me to say. Uh, basically, uh, we used to always go over to my uh, in-laws' house way back when, and then that's not a thing anymore. So I, the kids go over there, and I try to go golfing every Christmas day and kind of spend the day to myself and have a good old time. Not wrong with that. Now you got something to work on, at least. I told I I told you I would I would forsake my uh, Swedish pancake tradition and go golfing with you this Christmas if you would like. I, I'm not sure Mrs. Average is on board with that program, but I got um, she'll be fine. Yeah, so you say. Just put me, a part green in her hand. She'll be all Christmas right. is totally for the kids. It's not for the adults, in my opinion. So I don't have kids around. So yeah, I do my own thing. If at I, this point, yeah. If at some point I end up getting a grandbaby, uh, you kids put, keep it in your pants. Uh, but that happens, and I'll start <laughs> looking forward to Christmas. But right now, there's really not really anything to, you know, I, I, as I said in a previous cast, is Thanksgiving's my holiday because Thanksgiving's the invite your random friends over and everybody gets together and has a nice celebration. And then Christmas is for the kids. I mean, I know the adults try to do the same thing, but realistically, it's all about the kids and Christmas and the magical of Christmas and Santa Claus coming down the tree or the tree chimney. There you go. Uh, oh, I, I will tell you what, speaking of for the kids and traditions and stuff, I, I about fucked everything up this morning in, in our household. Cause oh. so I have the grandkids in my house, right? Yeah. So, so uh, over the course of last weekend, you know, we were, trying to get out all the Christmas decorations, put them out around the house and all that kind of stuff. Well, we, we came across, uh, Karu, she's going to be eight. Right. So like the magic is almost over for her, but she's still like, she's still holding on to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's asking us, how come the elf hasn't showed up this year? And we're like, gee, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe cause there's supply shortages everywhere. Cause Biden's president there too. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why he's not here yet. You know? Meanwhile, we know damn well why the elf hasn't showed up yet because he's still in a tub in the fucking garage and we haven't <laughs> dug, we haven't dug him out yet. So, uh, so we find him right, and uh, so we're putting all the decorations out, and uh, the the kids were out. They they had actually gone to Sea World uh, for the weekend with uh, their uncle, and uh, so we were like, "Great, kids are out of the house. Let's uh, get all the decorations out. We'll do everything." get it all set up and uh, put the elf out and everything like that. And so the last couple of days um, it's been one of those things where we have to, we have to get up early enough because uh, chances are very good. We're not going to remember to do it the night before you got to move the elf into like a different position. And for some reason, the elf we have has like a suitcase with like changes of clothes and stuff where you have to like, it's more than just moving it and putting it in a position. You have to like change its clothes and like, do a whole scene where it's in the middle of doing something and then whatever. Sounds like you got, so no, no, it's, it's, it's the elf. It's the legit elf on the shelf. It's not like, you know, all like that. Some aftermarket, you know, Walmart version. It's, it's the legit deal. But anyway, so every morning I, I tell Kelly like, Hey, did you, uh, did you move the elf? Oh no, I forgot to last night. Okay. Well, I'm getting up right. I'll get out there before Karu wakes up. Cause she wakes up just to look for the elf to see right. what, where's the elf and what's, what's going on. And so, so 
last night I actually saw, or not last night, it was uh, the night before last. Uh, I see Kelly move the elf over toward the Christmas tree. And then this morning I woke up and I saw the elf kind of close over by there. And I go, hey, did you move the elf last night? And she goes, no, I totally forgot. And I go, okay, I'm going to move it. And I go to move it and it's dark. And there's like gummy worms and candy and everything. Like, And I'm dropping this stuff all over the floor. And I'm like, what the hell? What is going on? And I go back into the bedroom. I go, hey, uh, what's with all the gummy worms? And she goes, what are you even talking about? And I'm like, what? there's candy and stuff. What? And she goes, I didn't do that. And I go, did you have the elf on the TV stand? She goes, no, I had it over. The-. And I'm like, God damn it. Kayla, our daughter, she had already moved it and oh. said all the candy. And I'm like, ah. And so I'm like trying to race to put it back how she had it. And and meanwhile, I didn't set it up like how it's supposed to be. And it like fell over on its side. And oh. Peru got up like two minutes later and she's looking for the elf. And she's like, oh, why is it over here? And why is it falling down? Why? You know, and I'm just oh. like, oh, no. And Kayla's like, oh, I don't remember what. And she's like giving me the look. And I'm like under my breath, like, I fucked it up. Like, it's me. <laughs> but you, you can't say anything. You, you're not allowed to touch yeah. the elf, right? Like, but it, it was sleepwalking again. It was almost, it was almost disastrous. Oh. I, I almost ruined Christmas. She almost caught you. I know. It was close. <laughs> This fucking elf was in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, he jumped right in there. I didn't even see him. Oh man, that stupid elf! Huh. Yeah, I'm sure that's coming our house soon. The next couple of years. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, no, because uh, he doesn't live with you, right? No. Yeah. So no, it's got to be wherever wherever the child lives. That's where the elf goes. You don't oh, have an okay. Elf. All right, perfect. Because the whole idea is that the elf is there to monitor the the kid, right? Like make sure <clears throat> oh, the kid's okay. being good, and you know all that kind of stuff. It's it's that's what it's about. I miss that with my daughter. I miss that whole fad. Well, it wasn't a thing until just a few years ago. Yeah, that I'm saying I missed it. Yeah, I, I, I was lucky. Yeah, well, we didn't have that with our kids either. It was more so of just a, you know, hey, like, don't be a dick, right? Like, there doesn't need to be an elf right. on the shelf to tell you not to be a dick. Just don't be a dick. The best you know? part of putting all the damn toys together the night before. Mm-hmm. Picking up till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. Drunk. <laughs> putting shit together. And then the kids wake up at four or five in the morning. It's like, oh shit, we just got to bed. We're still hungover. It's like, oh God, help us. Yep. Yep. Hmm. All right. Bob, you awake? So, um, long story. I'm watching my dog who I locked outside. So uh, I came home uh, this evening or yesterday and this evening. Uh, my dog cut her. Uh, toe nail off and she's bleeding on her foot and she walked around my house and uh tracked blood everywhere all day oh yesterday and today and now she's sitting here i'm paying attention to her watch look through my sliding glass door telling me to you know hey hurry up let me back in and uh how did, how did she uh how'd she do that uh well uh, she had her uh toenails trimmed probably a little too close and then she caught it on her uh doggy door and clipped it to where it started bleeding 
Uh, and then I, is it still bleeding? And then uh, she ate the bandage off today, and when she she must have clipped it again and started bleeding again. And uh, I will tell you that I did pick up a new sponsor for the old average minute. It's uh, the Swifter Wet Wet Mop. Because if you have blood, that is the best mop to use to mop it up. So those of you who have blood spills on your tile, a Swifter wet mop is the way to go. I have a uh, very uh, expensive electric mop thing that doesn't work at all. The regular rag mop didn't work. A sponge mop didn't work. But, man, that Swifter wet mop, that's the way to go. Now, right. now the people that are interested in cleaning up blood spills, they're going to want to know, um, if I were to bring luminol and a black light into your house would it still show the blood splatter everywhere would there be uh, I didn't go that far i just went with the i can't see it to the naked eye i wasn't thinking okay the forensics team yeah, okay you're still busted. i could see where that would uh, you know from a cleanup to where you know you like you could still you could it. still rent your place on airbnb like nobody would yeah, know most but, likely. yeah okay <laughs> okay good. right but if the cops show up you're fucked yeah uh, okay Perhaps. Well, not the cops. The CSI shows up. You're fucked. Let's fight. Let's just say if uh, I was in that scenario, I'd probably still be mopping instead of talking on this podcast. <laughs> right. You, you'd be you'd be laying tile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, if it's still bleeding, Bob, use some baking powder on. Oh, I I ended up uh, overnighting a whole bunch of crap from uh, Amazon, so I have the actual uh, charcoal stuff that you're supposed to put on it, so it stops bleeding. Okay. Baking powder works the same. Well, that was information I could have used about six hours ago. I didn't know your dog was bleeding. <laughs> All right. Well, we're uh, over the hour 20 mark. So oh, again. <laughs> yeah. It don't it seem like that long, though. It really don't. No, it doesn't. But uh, I, think th- I think that was decent uh, dissemination of uh, everything from the last week or so. So we'll try to not have it be a week. Um, maybe, you know, maybe you guys want to get here early Saturday, bust out a podcast prior to everybody getting way too liquored up. Yeah. What time? What time's the party anyways? Seven o'clock. Seven. So I can be there what, like noon? <laughs> uh, listen, Tracy. You've got to check out the uh, land. <laughs> noon, one o'clock. Is that right? Hey, you, you guys can show up whenever you want. I, will, right? I won't get in your way, I promise. Uh, no, you'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> if you want to show up early, show up early. I won't show up early, um, but I won't have a ride. <laughs> oh, okay. I could Uber well, over there. You could. We could, uh, just for the podcast, I could send an Uber. Uh, you know, I take care of my guests, so. Right. I could send an Uber. I could send, uh, I could send somebody to pick you up. Uh, but we could do we could do a podcast before the uh, before the Are celebration. Are you going to do a podcast? I or, don't see why not. Me and Bob do one while you're frantically running around like you normally do. Yeah, I could just stop in and say what's up, you know. As you're walking uh, by. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. All right. So we'll figure it out. But I'm out. I'm I'm officially out for church tomorrow night. Me too. So you're kidding. Well, I got to watch the kid tomorrow night, so. Okay. All right. Well, gentlemen, it's been a blast. And uh, yep. I will see you two on Saturday night. And for all of you out there in podcast land, thank you for listening. And we will see you in the rough. <laughs>